It's the Kyle Hyman Show on Redeemer Radio. This is Kyle Hyman here with Cindy Black, our executive director. We're going to talk about some changes that are happening here and the topic of discernment. Actually, I want to start with something that you have no idea that I'm going to start with. Okay. And that is like how you got to that chair right there. Well, yeah, (laughs) that was, and actually that fits in well because my whole life, I, I've said this before, I I don't feel like God has ever spoken to me Mm -hmm. as in I've heard words or a voice or a message or something like that, but I can definitely look back at all the different things that I've done and with the times that I've been open and prayerful, God has guided me to these different opportunities. And this was definitely one of them. So almost four years ago now, you had reached out to me saying that, hey, we're looking at doing some different stuff in the morning show. Would you be interested in coming and talking about it? And I thought it was just a brainstorm and probably that's what it was. Uh, But one thing led to another and you had suggested that I consider doing the morning show as a host and didn't really seem practical. It wasn't something that I had been thinking about. But the more I thought about it, prayed about it, talked about it with my wife, I was like, yeah, I, I think this, this might be what God's calling me to do. And there was never like a definitive, like some click of like, oh, that was the sign I was waiting for. But it just felt right. It just, mm-hmm. There's something about it seemed like this is the right thing to do, even though it was going to require some major changes in our life. And I didn't want to get up early. You know, I'm not a morning person. It just seemed like the right thing to do. And looking back at it, I have zero regrets. Like there's never been like, that was definitely the wrong move. Like this was a mistake. Uh, I wasn't very good at it at first. And I look back and I listened back to this first. like, what was I doing? Actually, I just listened to episode 51 this morning. And like my voice is so much higher. Like what, what was going on? But yeah, it was definitely God guided me here. And I think you were open to that and saw something that I didn't see and was able to point that out. And Yeah, that is all God because every time I was praying about the show, you would pop into my mind and we hadn't talked for a long time. And I'm like, okay, I've got to just call him and see what's going on in his life. So huh. yeah, it definitely was. Um, I think the Holy Spirit, and then just looking at how you've grown in this role and the creativity that you've brought to Redeemer Radio, not just with the show, but in other aspects, and your network of people has just been a tremendous blessing to our team here, and then also to all of our listeners. So that kind of brings us up to continued discernment. Yeah, And, you know, I... I'm different than you that I have had a few times where I've known without a doubt that that was not my thought, that was God's thought, Uh or like God was speaking to me through my thoughts. And not it doesn't happen very often, but it's pretty profound when it does. So I really affirm people who don't have that clarity Mm -hmm. that take time to discern Like, is this what God's calling me to? Because I think there can be a tendency just to let the world kind of, you know, navigate our way and to not be intentional at pivotal points in our lives about what God might be calling us to. Yeah, and I would say that there was a degree of certainty, I think, in that 
like when I went into youth ministry, switched from engineering to youth ministry, I knew that that was the right thing to do. When I went down to Honduras, I knew that was the right thing to do. Uh, when we started traveling and doing Popple, that just seemed right. And coming here, and, and it comes with, I think, a lot of time spent in discernment. Spent Part of that is prayer. Part of it is thinking, brainstorming. It's a, there's a very logical side of it, as well as the prayerful side. But I think that's something that a lot of times we don't talk about with discernment outside of the realm of marriage and priesthood, religious life. Or career. I feel like careers is something less so. We, we right. talk about it a lot less. So we don't, we don't think of discerning your occupation. And whenever we talk about vocation, we just think of mm-hmm. you know, this, something, this commitment that you make for the rest of your life to a person or to the church. And I'd like to distinguish between like a capital V vocation, which is a lifelong right. commitment versus a, a lowercase V vocation, which is something that could be constantly changing. It's just a call. Uh, that, mm-hmm. that word vocation just means it's a calling and that could be a daily calling. It could be an hourly calling, a response to your child or whatever. Like these are things that God calls you to do. And to not look at an occupation as something that I, a decision that I made when I was 21, that I was going to go into this occupation but could God be calling me to something different in the moment, in the year, whatever? I remember I was teaching at a couple of colleges part-time, raising my daughter, and Father Mark Gertner asked me about doing full-time ministry, uh-huh. and my response was, nope, no way, not called <laughs> yeah. to that. And he said, well, pray about it. Yeah. I'm like, well, I'll pray about it, but I know I'm not being called to that. And then the next, like, two or three weeks, the way things were opening up and other doors were closing, it became so evident that I went back to him. I'm like, okay, (laughs) if you think I can do this, uh, I'll do my best. And that opening and closing door analogy, I think is one that I've used too, that sometimes it just seems like these doors just opened. I didn't have to like pound on them. I didn't have to pick the lock or anything. They just, just flowed into, this is the right thing to do. This is the right next step. So, As we talk about discernment and what's going to happen with this show, I think it's important to keep some of these things in mind, but also uh, talk about kind of how this fits in with Theology of the Body, that we each have a different role to play and and what is God calling us to. So just maybe a little bit of my story here. Started doing the morning show almost four years ago, and it's been great. I've had a lot of opportunities. It's kind of branched into also doing Truth and Charity with Bishop Rhodes, which has been a blessing not only for myself, but I know a lot of people have really gained from his wisdom in that. And about two years ago, I started kind of noticing several different groups that were looking for space, looking for office space, studio space, people doing video work, photography, some different audio things besides what Redeemer Radio is doing here and started thinking about what if we could kind of combine all of these different people that are looking for things. And and some of the great things about what's going on in our diocese is this could be a draw outside of the diocese, not just people that are in the area. But if we created a a space, this kind of a, what I've been describing as a a collaborative, creative co-working slash studio space, would that draw even more people into the diocese? And we have so many great resources that are here already. And 
like, could this just be like a little Catholic hub or a big Catholic hub of creativity within the Catholic church? And so it kind of was on my mind about two years ago, started looking into you know, buildings and, and probably got more serious over the, that next year until about a year ago, I think I approached you with the idea explaining this is really something that's kind of been, I, I feel weird to say it, but like on my heart, like mm -hmm. this is something that I am interested in, attracted to, excited about, and feel like I could contribute to. And I have a lot of ideas on how it could work. And so it got a lot more serious. We're, we're looking at a building and things kind of fell through. And kind of over the past year, been doing a lot more research into it and got so serious, in fact, that two weeks ago, you went along also, we looked at a building and I actually put an offer in on the building and that offer, he had a week to, the seller had a week to respond, it expired, then he counter offered and been looking into the feasibility of what is actually a very large building and has a lot of character, has a lot of potential, but also would be a lot of work and would be very expensive to renovate to what I've kind of, in talking with people, I kind of came to the conclusion of there's no halfway. I want it to be world-class. Like this is something that everything is done to the best of the ability. And I think that's what's going to be attractive to people. And it's going to help people to create the best work. Right. If it's not just a dungy warehouse with some desks in it, but it's a legit really nice studio that is made to produce top quality content. And so in looking at this building and kind of the risk that's involved with taking on a, a huge project like this, I just haven't been able to dedicate the time to it while doing the radio show and, uh, you know, with Raising Charity, four with kids. Bishop Rose, yeah, <laughs> my wife's working more than full time. I've cut back on a lot of the traveling that I was doing, but still, I, it just feels like I'm spending, you know, an hour here, an hour there trying to figure this out. And it's that's just been dragging this on forever. And I, I didn't really see the possibility of doing both, starting up a kind of collaborative co working studio and doing this morning show. And so I approached you recently and asked for a two month sabbatical so that I could really explore this and dive into the financials and a business plan and the legal aspects of it. Um, looking into making it a nonprofit if, if that would be the most reasonable way of doing this. And so all of this to say, kind of to explain one person's discernment process. And it's been so much prayer and confusion, to be honest, about these are two things that I really like. I like doing the morning show, but I like the idea of starting up this space. And which one is God calling me to? Because I can't do both. Right. And the interesting thing is, is that your discernment and these two good things is happening simultaneously with our strategic revisioning of Redeemer Radio. Right. Looking at, you know, that God used Redeemer Radio to meet the most urgent needs of the church, which at the time was apologetics back in, you know, starting in 02 with purchasing airtime for Catholic Answers Live. 
And by 2006, we had Catholic Radio 24-7. Well, the world has changed a lot during that time. Mm -hmm. And right now, the most urgent needs of the church are helping, especially the younger generation, understand the teachings of the church and in a way that is attractive that they can see fitting in with the values that they have in their lives and letting them know that the meaning that they're searching for can be found and only be found ultimately in a relationship with Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. But knowing that people under 30 typically don't listen to scheduled FM radio that they listen on demand, just like they watch video or, you know, television or movies on Mm -hmm. demand and how we're being called. So, you know, at the station, the board and team have been doing some discernment and recognizing that we need to expand, that we see this radio these two FM towers have brought so much life into our diocese and connected parishes and shared so much goodness that we want to continue doing that, but we also know that we're being called to more. Mm-hmm. So looking at how we spread that out, um, you know, how we discern the use of resources. So your discernment really does kind of fit with that because we know that we have all our resources up to this point have been put towards the FM radio channel. Right. And that will continue to nourish the people it's nourishing, but we know that we have to reallocate some resources to be able to reach people that we're not going to reach through FM radio. Right. So, yeah, these two different things kind of happen at the same time, and it's it's a lot. It's a lot for you as you're trying to juggle all of these things. And... I think this is where some of the discernment can be done by ourselves and some of it we need other people's input. You know, like, is this is this a good idea? And so you've been a great one to be able to bounce that off of, obviously, you know, consulting with my wife, but also other people that are in the creative community trying to discern, is this just a crazy idea or is this what God is calling me to do and maybe calling us to do together? And so as a result, I guess the the decision was to to do a two month sabbatical. So I was already having vacation next week off for spring break, which is are you traveling all throughout the year? I don't, I don't know what's <laughs> happening anymore. Uh, but then to send, spend the next seven weeks really focusing on that, and so I won't be doing the morning show. I know there's kind of a couple different options of what will take the place of that, and that might kind of evolve over those weeks. But really, I guess just kind of making this announcement, but also just sharing part of this journey and, and knowing that with the whole layoffs and stuff like this, this might be a time for all of us to kind of look at where are we in our relationship with God and responding to the call that God has for us is what we're doing actually what God's calling us to, or is it just what's easy and comfortable? Like I get paid well at this job and so I'm doing it or is God calling us to something different. And a lot of times that requires sacrifice to respond to. Even if it's something that we want to do or love to do, we're leaving something that we might be comfortable doing for something that's new. And and there's a lot of times there's risk involved and not to be afraid of that and to look at what's the best way that I can serve the church What's the best way that I can serve my community? And that might be keep doing what you're doing. Great. No problem. It might be 
hey, you need to give this up because I have something better for you. And I think one of those things is, are we doing this for ourselves or are we doing it for somebody else? It could be a little bit of both, mm-hmm. I think. But if we look at what we're doing as, this is how I'm serving others through this, whether it be like, this is a job that pays me money and then I can serve others through that. That might be exactly how it works. Or it might be, I'm serving others because I'm sacrificing maybe a higher paying job so that I could do something that is more service oriented. But for us to be constantly praying about that and to think about it and talking with other people and and maybe they see something in you that you don't realize and, and call you to something that's even greater. Well, and I think sometimes it can be hard on the person who's kind of not on the receiving end, but uh, I'll just put names on it. My husband, when we were talking about your sabbatical, uh-huh. he was just like, no, I love listening to Kyle and Andrea in the morning. Uh-huh. I don't want anything to change with that. He was thinking from his perspective, but I, like, why would he do that? And somewhat taking it a little bit personally, uh-huh. um, like thinking about what he was going to give up. But I was trying to explain to him the reasons and he was trying to tell me, like solve the problems that, you know, even though it's not like there's problems that led to this, but he was like trying to figure out how to change your mind. Yeah. Um, and I think we we definitely have experienced that at the station when we've done some programming changes. A lot of thought and consideration goes into making programming changes, mm-hmm. but we know people do not like change and we get used to things and it can be hard. But I think we have to step back and ask ourselves do we trust the people making those decisions and are we willing to recognize that we don't have all the facts behind it? We don't know what's going on behind the scenes and that this can seem abrupt to our listeners that all of a sudden Kyle's going to be on a two month sabbatical, but you've been sharing things with me. This wasn't really a huge surprise. I knew that, that the Lord was working on your heart. I knew that you had excitement about exploring this other space. You know, last week when we went to look and you had an architect there and somebody else in doing ministry and your wife, and it was just really neat to see everyone's wheels turning and and what things could look like and how our community could benefit from something like that. Yeah. So I guess this is kind of as a, a heads up, a little bit of an announcement, but also keep us in your prayers, keep Redeemer Radio in your prayers, keep me in your prayers as we discern what God is calling us to, how we can build up this community. And I really do think there are so many resources here. Bishop just said the other day when we were there saying how there so many great things happening with Redeemer Radio, with the local programming, and yet there's so many untapped resources that really, I mean, to be honest, require finances to be able to go into like we can't add local programming for free like no matter how talented a person is it still requires their time somebody editing and all of that so keep us in your prayers because i think there are a lot of things happening right now in this diocese and bishop is very supportive of it and i think there's a lot of potential for things that aren't just going to affect our diocese but will have an impact on the whole world as we create more content that is inviting people to participate, that, that shows that they belong to the church and, and all these priorities that Redeemer Radio is, is making a priority that has shifted over the years, like you said, as, a, as where we are in, in the church. So keep us in your prayers. If you have any 
insight, questions, suggestions, thoughts, something you want to be a part of this, feel free to email. I uh, would love to, to hear about that. And until next time, remember to leave room for the Holy Spirit. <laughs>